How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show. My name is Jamie Filer. I'm the co-host of the TRM Show, and I am so excited to be here with you today, along with a man who needs no introduction in the fitness industry, Mr. Alvin Brown. How are you? Right, I am great, and I'm excited to to get on here with you. We need we need a call, a separate call, but we'll talk about that later. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. How is how are the holiday? How is the holiday season going for you so far? It's good. You know, getting back from being off because I was one of those professions that was off for mm-hmm. the pandemic, totally off, couldn't work. So yep. getting back and getting into that rhythm again of business. And but you know what? I feel more motivated now because I'm coming back with a whole new. It's a blessing in disguise, but but I'm good now. I can move on. I don't need more blessings like that, but it's a blessing this guy's going to get a chance to step back and hit the reset button on so many things that I was doing that I wanted to change. I didn't have time to do mm-hmm. that. I said I didn't have time to do. And then, you know, getting into TRM at the same time, the, the, the divine timing of everything, I feel like I've graduated and ready to, you know, it's a whole different feel. And then I moved, I moved to a building with windows where I didn't have windows before it was in a Pretty cool. So everything seems like a metaphor for just this vision that I can see farther. And it's, 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 yeah. So I'm using it. So that actually leads perfectly into our topic for today, because if I could summarize what you just said, it was essentially that last year into this year gave you perspective. Mm-hmm. Big right? time. Big time. So to, the topic of today's podcast is essentially competition versus collaboration. I love it. Love that. Love so where I would like to start with you, because mm-hmm. as you know, the fitness industry is probably one of the most saturated. Yeah. Why do you think we are all in competition with one another? You know, and that that's the nature of it. I think everybody has a desire to help people and people automatically love health. It's, a, it's an attraction towards health. Well, we have a desire. It's aspirational. Everyone wants to go towards the health. So a lot of people, they will gravitate that way. They'll gravitate towards the healthcare, health and wellness field. Yeah. And but, you know, as you know, over time, it's those who are truly passionate about it and those who are truly ready to put the grind on and learn and grow that survives because it can be a it can be a nice to do, mm-hmm. but who really wants to put in the work to become, to grow, to become a leader, to become, to impact many more lives. And and that's who usually hangs around or else it ends up being when somebody gets a little older, they kind of shift and go to something else and switch out. But those who last the test of time really sees the vision for what they wanted for it. And it becomes a lifestyle, actually. You know, it has to be a lifestyle. It has to be, you should be the product of the product. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. So what you're saying in terms of which cream rises to the top, it would be those trainers that have a passion for actually performing the service. You got it. Yeah, 100%. And and as I said, you know, for me, it's a lifestyle. Health, wellness, it's not 
oh, you know, I'm because I've got four kids married and and, you know, getting older and I have never let it go because some people say, ah, you know, I'm I'm getting older. I'm married and I don't need to do that anymore. It seems to be something people use as a, you know, to get a maid or to get a partner or to a wedding coming up or a special event. For me, this is a lifestyle. So it has to be that lifestyle. So in terms of competition, Mm -hmm. um, you're a trainer. I'm a trainer, but I don't see you as a threat. I don't see you as my competition. So what personality traits or characteristics do you think define people who would see one another as a threat versus those characteristics of people who see each other as, as just another friend in the industry? Yeah. You know, I think it's maturity. And I got to say that for me, too, because I remember an African proverb that says you can run fast by yourself, but you can run far and long together with others, you know? Wow. And I just got goosebumps. Okay. Right? I know. Yep. And because yep. that, when you start out, you want to run fast. You want to get out the gate. You want to eat everybody for lunch. You want to, but soon that gets tiring. And you start to think about, and plus there's 7 point odd, 6 billion people, 7.8. What are we at now? 7 point odd billion. You can't serve everybody and you shouldn't serve everybody because not everybody will be your flavor. Not everybody will be your style. So when you start to learn that, the universe is abundant and there's no limit. You can have your pie and there's no, actually there is no pie. It's not like you're taking a piece and there's less for others. This is a buffet. You can do anything you want, be anything you want. And you stop competing because what I realize is Jamie, Jamie won't, uh, won't appeal to everyone, but Jamie left some people asking her, Hey, do you know anyone? And if you can't work with me that you, and if I am uh, collaborating with Jamie, She's like, okay, I know someone. Perfect. Easy. Yeah. What did it take in your life, or was it just a light bulb moment for you to realize that you couldn't serve everybody, you weren't for everybody, mm-hmm. and that the people you referred out to would it would actually benefit you? You would be able to run long and far, yeah. long and far, long and wide instead of just fast. What, yeah, was your, you know, what was your story? Yeah, that's that's a maturity piece. That is a maturity piece. Because we tend to to think there's not enough, first of all. And when you're when you first get out, you just want to pay your bills. You wanna you wanna have proof of concept that you can even charge. Mm-hmm. You mean someone will pay me for this? And so once you start getting over that that piece of not thinking that there's a small little wedge and I gotta fight everybody for it, when you start to become vulnerable enough to be abundant, you start to now, okay. Because I I know I teach what I do to other people with I teach people how I got successful to openly. If you're up for it, I'm I'm let me show you. Let me I'm willingly giving. But not somebody said something to me once. You know he said, uh, you know if if the information's so good and so powerful, why are they giving it away? Then why do they keep it for themselves? And that made me realize that he's thinking small. He's thinking that there's a scarcity. There's not enough. Meanwhile, there's how many books are produced every year. And we can read whatever we want. Today's the information age. Mm-hmm. But who's going to apply it? Who's going to execute on that idea? So you're going to the cream rising yeah. to the top, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I learned, I started to learn over time. I started like everybody else, you know, mourning my piece. My yeah. ego. Because, you know, this work, as Jamie, as you know, this work at the beginning, at the beginning, is the ego. Where our ego is in it. You know, if someone cancels with us or does go somewhere, we, we it hurts. 
because our ego is in there. Our signature is on our work. So it hurts a little bit when someone leaves you. But after time, you'll start to learn you're not for everybody. And it's okay. Let them let them get the help where they need it. And it may not be you. And when the right person shows up, I mean, it's not work at all. It's not even work. So, yeah. So, so we talked about competition in terms of other people in the industry who aren't necessarily serving the same people, but doing mm-hmm. what you're doing and why it's okay to pass them off to pass off a client to somebody who could serve them better. Totally yeah. cool. Now, what yeah. happens when you're building a team? Mm. Have you ever felt threatened by people literally on your team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? That I'm just thinking about that. And again, that's a level of maturity. Again, I go back to maturity, business maturity, yeah. you know, once yeah. you're in it, because once you start, what you realize, what I realize is that when I started to really get rid of that, because I started there too, you know, they're taking my, 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 my clients. But once I noticed that, once I started to share, there's a karmic debt that's created where that person wants to share with you. And where they're also, they become your evangelist. They become, they're so good to me. These people are so good to me. They start to, then your word starts to grow and you start to, the more you give, the more you start to expand the reach. Because mm-hmm. if Jamie's good to me, you know what I'm going to be saying about Jamie? All good things. Uh, you know, if she's been really good to me, it's, I have a spiritual debt unless I'm a rotten person and I can't, I, I'm holding greed. But typically the yeah. average, I will give away. The more you give to me, I'm open now and I owe you so much. Yeah. And I'm going to do for you. So the more I noticed that I started to teach and learn, the more the respect grew in the industry for me, the more people knew I wasn't in competition. And actually, they send people to me on top of it. So yeah. it's you just it's like a universal thing. The more you give, it's unbelievable how the universe works. Yeah. The more you hoard, because energy can never be destroyed. It can never be created. It has to be circulated. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you know, if you try to harness it and keep it in, it will destroy you. I like, no, I love the concept of the karmic debt, but also being mm-hmm. able to create more abundance. Overflowing. Yeah. Overflow. Overflow. And let's also talk about in terms of competition. Mm. We can't do everything ourselves. Yeah. We cannot be our own video editors yeah. and our own virtual assistant and yeah. do the manual work while also doing the invoicing. When did yeah. you realize that you needed that you had to put your ego aside and just mm-hmm. ask for help for the other tasks mm-hmm. within your business because you couldn't do them all yourself. Great, great question. That's a maturity again. I'm going back to maturity because at first you're hoarding everything. But here's what I realized. My zone of brilliance. So yeah. people, have, people have to think about what is your zone of brilliance? What brings you alive? See, the the issue with us entrepreneurs and artists, I call us artists. Mm-hmm right? We can do everything. We kind of like everything. I like to create my own content. Oh, yeah. I color, right? I, you know what? No, you know what? I'll deal with the clients. I'll get them in because no one else can do it like me and all that thing. But when I realize that an hour is so valuable and what I do with that hour to leverage as we were in TRM, we were talking about that this week is leveraging the hour. We yeah. all have 24 hours. And right now, someone in this hour or this half an hour that someone will be listening to this, they've made half a million dollars and some mm-hmm. have made $7.50, right. right? In a half hour. Some have made a half a million. 
What's the difference? It's knowing how to manipulate that time and use leverage the time in your favor to get what you want. Maybe you don't want money. Maybe it's not money. Maybe, but maybe it's more time with your loved ones. Sure. Okay? Maybe yeah. money is not what drives you. But if you if you're out to let's use money because it's measurable, my hour versus someone else's hour depends on how much value you bring to it. So if your brilliance is marketing, if your brilliance is being in front of people, you're a great connector, do more of that. Let someone else do what you shouldn't be doing. You may, you probably can do it, yep. but you, you shouldn't be doing it. But also that difference between $7.50 and 750, you're working on the $7.50 task because of your ego and you're getting in your own way. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Jamie, when you can think about it this way, if you can hire somebody who needs the help and needs the money at the time to circulate that goodness to them, and you're worth 750, but you're hoarding, you're at 750, but you're hoarding 750 from someone who could use it, someone who could who needs it at that time, you're stopping that flow. Yeah. So think of it that way. If someone's really struggling with giving away uh, responsibilities, think about then. Since we're natural givers, think about that. If I give somebody $20 for an hour and, and they're sitting at home, they're worried about paying that bill, and yeah. I can become so abundant that I can give away $20, $30, to them it's everything. Yep. But to you, it's just creation. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, keep that circulating. So, guys, we've got the fact that it's not even something you enjoy doing. Yeah. It's not necessarily something you're great at doing. Yeah. Yeah. It is worth it to somebody else to do. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to that karmic debt, but in a positive way, by yeah. giving, you're creating more room for abundance. So you literally have all of the reasons you have financial, professional, spiritual, spiritual reasons yeah. to yeah. not be doing the stuff you don't like to do. Yeah, mental, emotional. I mean, you go on, right? Yeah. Relationships. You can build better relationships. Yeah. By doing playing in your zone of brilliance, flow, yep, flow state. What an excellent opportunity to also start building your team, right? This morning I had a bit of an epiphany moment. I was making a quick. St- I was I was doing podcasts in advance so that I could stagger them throughout the next couple of Mondays, and I just went on Instagram and I made a story about how much I enjoyed making podcasts and content creation. And I obviously couldn't say it out loud to everyone, but I'm like, wait. I might enjoy content creation more than programming, wrote it in my journal really so to explore later. But like, what if I've been doing this wrong all along? What if I've evolved in my business that I would rather reach the people on Instagram that need the mental health than the programming, right? So at that point, what an opportunity to build my team. I need to find someone who enjoys programming as much as I like content creation. And yeah. now all of a sudden there's a team Jane 91. Yeah. And you know what I, what I love about what you just said and everyone listening to this really Jane, Jamie's jumped over it a little bit because she does, does it, but she wrote it down. Jamie's a student writing it down. She wrote down what she loves and what she doesn't what you shouldn't be doing to right. narrow down because we have multiple thoughts, 60, I don't know what the numbers did. People throw this out. 60,000 yeah. thoughts. And, right. Okay. Yeah. So we all yeah. heard it. 60,000 <laughs> thoughts. Okay. So that, that fleeting, if Jamie wasn't a student, that fleeting thought of what I should be doing and not be doing, would just go in and out and she'd do it again tomorrow. But she stopped and went, no, I'm going to, I shouldn't be, I should be doing this. This is where I love. And yeah. she made the change. So I love that. First of all, I love that. And 
Second of all is, yeah, what should you be doing? What, where should you be putting? I mean, when you get into the state of flow, mm. it's it's a beautiful place. Creation comes from flow. Creation, time just slips by. You, you just, the things you create in that state, athletes know when they're in that state, things go slow. Everybody else goes slow. They see in basketball, they see a net as this huge net. The goal seems huge. They just, everything, this is where we want to be. We're time. We don't want to be watching time. We want time to slip away. So we want to always aim to play in our zone of brilliance. Yeah. So that's the goal. I love that. What is your area of brilliance, Alvin? Great question. Creativity. I love okay. to create. I've always been an artist. I call myself an artist constantly. So I love to create. I love to seize things and go, huh, how can I put a spin on that? I remember being in school, learning all the way through school, university, you name it. And I've always, I never took notes. And I hope my teachers, you know, if they took it personal that I don't take notes, that's up to mm -hmm. them. But I would record everything because I want to go back and listen after. Because oh, in, the, okay. in the class, here's what I'm doing. Hmm, how does that fit in? How's that going, you know? So I would constantly be... Looking at how does it, how, what's the big picture? What's, yeah. How does it fit in? So I'm a creative person. That's where I'm best. Yeah. Creating techniques, creating different ways of moving, creating, even when it comes to social media, I'm creating, what's the difference? I love, for instance, TikTok. Okay. When I got on the TikTok, here's what I loved about it. The creativity on that thing. It's, that's what I, I don't get it, get caught up in the drama of social media. I look at people's creativity. Yeah. What can someone do with their body? What can someone do with their they, they, people? They make people laugh on there. They people find unique ways of expressing themselves. That's what made me kind of gravitate to it because I would just slip past all the drama and go to people's creativity, music. So I love creativity. I've always been the type that I look at things as the quote goes. I can't remember the rest of it, but I, the paraphrasing is: I look and ask, why not? Right. Yep. Some people look at it and ask, why ask? Why not? Let's do it yeah. this way. Let's shift it this way. If you always drove down this street, why don't you drive down the other street and see? But we get into such a pattern. The human, yeah, the human brain loves the human brain loves consistency. So it loves certainty. So it'll do the certain things and build habits. I like to challenge it. And if you I did a program recently that asked your why. What is your why? And mm -hmm. my why was challenge. I like to challenge myself. That. I like to challenge my clients to think differently, to yep. do something different, right? Because we, we get into patterns. The brain loves it. The brain loves to go to sleep. It likes to habituate. Yes. That's how we learn habits. We, we know once you start, when we first started to drive, we would put this and we do that and we put this and then click. Eventually, we don't even know how we got home sometimes. We're so lost in thought. It becomes automatic. <laughs> Yep. So we have to be careful of that. But anyways, I love creativity. The answer to your question is, what is my superpower? It's creativity. Sitting back. And Jamie, you know, when I get online, I start to, you know this, when I'm on our calls, I wait till the end of everybody finish talking. Yeah. And then I'll throw in a, because I'm listening and. How does that fit in? Connecting pieces together and listen to how you say it. Mm -hmm. How's Jamie saying that? Because I'm trying to figure out Jamie. Not from her words, but from where she got that creativity from. Where did she come with 
this herself where you know so anyways creativity is my is my big thing that's where i like to i could sit all day and just think and read and think it takes me forever to get through a book why because i'll see an idea in a book and i'm off <laughs> I really, yes yeah. yes yeah so i gotta i can't just that's why i can't understand when i'm in class people are ferociously taking notes your heads down i'm like how are you even but if you're listening you're not thinking right yeah, yeah. you get it so so two weeks ago on our platinum call, two Fridays ago, Matt asked a really thought-provoking question. And it it was, and it made you call yourself out. He said, What are you procrastinating on in your business? And who do you have to ask for help yeah. to make it essentially a reality? What was yeah. your answer to that? My answer was taxes, particularly my taxes, yeah. Right. And yes. every every artist entrepreneur will oh, we hate go, numbers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But why numbers are too black and white? There's no edges to it. There's no uh and I like creativity. So for me, but here's the thing I realized through my work. Mm-hmm. I realized that it's not the taxes, it's so it's how I am looking at it. Okay. okay. I'm I'm small chunking the steps to getting my taxes done. So in my mind, when you say taxes, oh, I gotta go and Find the thing. Oh, where's that receipt? I don't even know where I put that receipt. I got to, oh, then I got to, I don't even know where that is. I, by the time I'm done, I'm tired even just thinking about it. I never do it. Now, I, I, the funny thing is when I ask somebody about working out, some people find working out difficult. The same thing. Same, yeah. There's, well, I got to get my shoes. I don't even know where my shoes is. And then I got to find that one purple thing and I can't, then I, I got to get my bag and then I go to, no, my shoes, my shoes in my bag, but then I got to go to, by the time you're done, it's like, ah, it's too much. I'm not even going to work out today. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's what I find I do. And I do that with anything and anybody listening, you'll do that with anything you don't like to do. Just yeah. think about it. You just, when you love to do something it's two steps, so I'll just grab my bag and go two steps. Yeah. But when you don't like it, so that's what I do when it's not creativity based and I can't, when there's edges, just like clients, I can't, knowing the clients I love to work with, I love clients who allow me, first of all, to create mm-hmm. and who don't mind me challenge your thinking. Because I don't, I don't get into, if you look at my, inter, my uh, social media, I had a, one of my clients ask me, oh, how come you never say anything controversial? Yours? It's like vanilla, you never say, you know what, here's why I don't say anything, because I don't know it. The more you know, the more you don't know. So I leave issues alone that because I realize that my level of understanding when I hear the big news and stories, I'm getting the surface level of the conversation, what the news will allow me to have. I don't get the back end story of it. So I leave it alone. I leave all issues alone because I actually don't know where it came from, how the person feels. I don't know the details to back myself up. So I leave it and I just create things to make people feel better. That's my goal is how do I make you change? How do I make you think? How do I make you challenge the way you're thinking? So creativity is my huge superpower. And, oh, and the, the second part about asking for help. Yes. I have brought on accountants around me to because I don't like to do it, bookkeepers. Yep. But here's the problem. I Now I have to give them the stuff, which takes me... Hmm. getting focused that's where the procrastination part comes yeah, in Got it. It. okay yeah. alvin any last words about competition versus collaboration before we call it yeah 
I want I want everyone to remember that that quote. If you want to run fast, run by yourself. You can run and get there real quick. But if you want to run long, want to run a marathon, you know, wide, build people around you, support them because there's really and truly when you shine your light really bright, you give permission, unconscious permission to everyone else around you to do the same. And you start to lift everybody up and everyone comes, all boats rise with your tide. So when it comes to competing, move away from competition to adding value to people. And again, maturity. I know I wasn't like that. And with maturity in business, I realize I can't do everything myself. It's tiring. And I want to share. So. Thank you. Thank you, sir. As always, I appreciate how much wisdom, experience, anecdotes you bring to the show. Yeah, you know what? Invaluable. Jamie, hanging out with you, your your wisdom is far beyond the chronological age you bring to the table, my friend. So you flatter me. Well, again, thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching the podcast. If you caught us on Facebook Live, if you found value in today's episode, please share it on your Instagram and Facebook. Be sure to tag Jane91. Alvin, what is your Instagram and TikTok? Exactly. Alvin.b.brown. There you go. And at Trainer Revenue Multiplier, we are on all the major podcast platforms, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Alvin, thank you again so much for your valuable time. Always fun. And we will catch you next time. Thank you.